I am very lucky to be joined by Fiona Bachelor once again from Kent Library Service, who is a bit of a regular feature now on uh, Maidstone Mornings on a Thursday. Thanks so much for speaking to me again, Fiona. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. I do love coming to see you. Excellent, excellent stuff. I know that now things are starting to get slowly back to normal again. I'm keeping absolutely everything crossed as yeah. I'm saying that. Um, you've been super, super, super busy. How is it all going? It is really good. We, we are starting to see um, that those sorts of things that we were putting in place last year are kind of coming to fruition. So where we had the Elmer Trail last year, that that really brought such a buzz to the district and what's brilliant is on the back of that our statistics are showing that the visitors and the issues are still there which is fantastic because we were desperate to get people back and remind them about our services what we had in the library what we had you know around the district and starting to see that buzz and see it continue was absolutely fantastic. Uh, we brought back lots of regular activities and events like story times, rhyme times, book groups, um, talk times, knit and natters, craft and chats. We had all sorts that were coming back sort of in the autumn. We had to slow it down again, as you can imagine, over Christmas, but they're all picking back up again. And that's lovely again. So we're seeing that footfall. We're seeing those outcomes and comments, positive comments coming through, telling us how much they've missed us, how how much we help with either isolation or, you know, loneliness, um, togetherness and, you know, being that free resource that everybody needs, that the community needs. And, and we're starting to get that that kind of motivation, um, we're, we're, we're such a motivated service anyway, but where we were quiet and we were having to be so careful and not couldn't have people in or so many people in, it was hard. And it's really brilliant now that we are at a point where we're sort of going, yes, this is working, this is fine, the numbers are okay, the staff are feeling confident, the customers are feeling confident, um, and we can see the difference. It, it all makes in-person living, breathing, which is lovely. That's so exciting. I think it really highlighted, you know, the last 18 months, two years, just what a shining star the library service is. And it really made everybody, um, yeah, come to realise that and appreciate it. Um, you've got a big couple of events coming up. I know um, we wanted to talk about the fact that after half term, school school visits are going to be starting again. They are. We, we started to welcome schools back in the autumn term. Mm-hmm. Um, however, as you can imagine, as November, December came about, um, schools became more concerned about coming in. We were um, obviously concerned about numbers and cases rising. And of course, we we don't want to be um, directly the reason for any transmission or concern or risk or anything like that. A lot of our customer base is, is vulnerable. So, you know, we have to take a very careful and measured approach to everything we do. But equally, the schools were themselves struggling with with numbers and, you know, parent helpers and all that sort of thing. So it all slowed down. But we're, we're very, very delighted to to be able to say that from half term onwards. Um, so that will be term four and um, term four onwards. Uh, we will be welcoming staff led uh, teacher visits and school visits back into our libraries, which is brilliant. And at around that time, I'll be contacting the schools in the Maidstone district and offering assemblies to see whether or not they want me to come and visit them to tell them all about the library and try and inspire those little minds to come and see us see for themselves and then you know 
get their families along to the library to see all the delights that we have and that's when we start planning events and activities and getting those activity sheets and activity packs out and you know getting them to borrow books but also have something a little bit for themselves that they can maybe take away and join competitions and put up their pictures and you know see their little photo their pictures displayed around the library or on social media and it, it just really builds those family and children links and those, that love of the library yeah it absolutely does I mean I've just been to our local one in Headcorn with my toddler and um, he just loves it I mean I kind of didn't know not really been in a library because of you know circumstances um, and he loves just sort of leafing through the books and picking out ones that I would never pick for him and it's such a good encouragement for them to choose I don't know to progress he's obviously not reading yet but that doesn't stop him getting a big sort of 11 12 year old book about volcanoes that he just likes to look at the pictures and stuff like that so absolutely and I, I'm really keen to plug the children's non-fiction stock that we have actually it's funny you say that because we we have fantastic children's issues the picture books the board books the children's fiction they all they all loan really really well they're really popular and we've just spent um, our book budget and um, we've spent a lot of money on replenishing and refreshing those books as well because they can get quite tatty quite quickly and getting all the new bestsellers in um, and that's really brilliant but actually to the side of that is this this wonderful selection of children's non-fiction and I think because of the internet which is absolutely fantastic we have knowledge at our fingertips that we, we find a lot of that non-fiction information out from the internet. You know, I need to find this one fact out, I'll Google it, there it is. And that's brilliant. And we have wonderful online resources that can help with that as well. However, getting a children's non-fiction book out, like one about volcanoes and just whatever age it is, it's also visual and children can learn such a lot from these information books and you know being able to do their own research leafing through and trying to find a particular word it really helps with their literacy and their their comprehension and their engagement of the subject because they're all such visual books and they're they're also so easy to kind of get involved with and find out more about so yeah I'm quite keen to get some sort of competitions going in the district to see if we can do some sort of knowledge library bingo or something where the children come in and find out 12 facts from 12 different subjects of non-fiction and maybe get a certificate or something so yeah watch this space that's my non-fiction plug for for today <laughs> oh I love it that sounds like an excellent plan and there is a very exciting uh, exhibition coming your way so that's to the to the main library the Kent History and Library Service um sorry <laughs> not service <laughs> that's the Kent History and Library Centre in Maidstone could you tell us a little bit about that that's coming in February yeah absolutely we're really excited about this we have a an exhibition and, and what's really exciting for us as well is it has been two years since our last exhibition, as you can imagine. Um, you know, the first lockdown was nearly two years ago, can you believe? Um, and we haven't been able to do exhibitions ever since. And we have one of the most exciting exhibitions coming to join us very soon. Um, it's called Breaking the News. And it's part of the Living Knowledge Network. And it is, we this, we're linking it with the British Library who created this free exhibition 
Um, it's one of the many exhibitions which are featuring in libraries across the UK. Um, we've got it at the Kent History and Library Centre in Maidstone from Thursday the 24th of February to Saturday the 2nd of April, at which point it's going to go on tour to Whitstable, Canterbury and Folkestone Library. So the exhibition is all about the news and how it shapes the world we live in. So as we know, the news has shaped the world for centuries. We carry it everywhere we go. Um, and at the moment we are facing this kind of fake news world. And this exhibition in the libraries examines the vital role that the news is playing in our lives. And it's inspired by the UK's biggest news collection, which dates back to the 1500s. So you can also find all sorts of things that will be on display that we've got held in our archives. And um, we've got a wonderful archive in Maidstone Library. And they will be having all sorts of things up on display to support this exhibition. And the exhibition will showcase what makes a story through real headlines from newspaper, TV, radio, and the digital media. And they're gonna delve into stories that have shaped our local news and discover what's helped shape the news as we know it today, which is really quite relevant at the moment. The news is, I mean, the news is obviously always high on the agenda, but I think at the moment it very much is with social media and fake news and everything that, you know, it feels like there's breaking news every day. It's completely relevant. I mean, yeah, it always goes so far as to say that's essential viewing, this exhibition. Mm. It sounds so useful to know um, people are getting their news in different places now than they used to. It's not all about, not necessarily all about the main publications anymore. It's about what they're saying, but also what your friends are saying. And um, oh, what a fantastic exhibition. So that is from the 24th of February until April, did you say? Yes, that's right. Yeah, it is. Um, there's going to be four types of exhibitions. So there'll be four sort of stands in it and on four different themes. Um, one will be an introduction to the Living Knowledge Network. Um, and also that will cover things like Brexit and the English Civil War. So, you know, how things have kind of evolved and how... I mean, you, you think about that link between Brexit and the English Civil War and, you know, we sort of almost like we're all sort of on the loop in some cases. Everything changes, but everything stays the same. It's kind yes. of, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. And what makes an event news, um, for example, things like Greta Thunberg, the moon landing, um, even the fire of London. Uh, what does free press mean? Um, and also, can we trust the news? So it really, it's going to be very interesting. It's going to, I think, have lots of opinions and, uh, yeah, lots of conversation points. So really interesting. Well worth coming to see that. Amazing. I'll definitely be there. And February is a big month because it's also the official launch of the um, business, the BIPC, the Business Centre. That's right. Yes, our Business Centre opens on February the 14th which is really delightful on Valentine's Day. And its slogan is all's fair in love and business. So it is well worth coming down and visiting that. We have the most wonderful pod that has been built in our library um, with really good spaces um, where you'll find sort of quiet spaces, informal meeting spaces. Um, there will be bookable meeting spaces as well. And of course, you can just pop down and see our friend Tito, who will be in the pod and available for free uh, business. You know, if you're a small business or a startup business, he'll be there for free advice uh, on how you could potentially grow 
uh, your own business. So yeah, I'm very interested in that as well. I should definitely be popping in and see Tito in his new hut. Definitely. So that's, again, that's at the, the Kent History and Library Centre. That's the one based in Maystone. You have got a big programme coming up. So we basically just need to keep in touch with you about everything that's going to be coming along this year. Yes. Yes. So we have, um, I mean, as you can imagine, the, the library is incredibly important to us and our customers uh, are the heart of our service. Understandably, um, it is quiet at the moment and we know a lot of that is because of the current situation um, but there is also people find other ways people find other ways of getting their the books that they need or the companionship that they need or those groups that they they have or they may have just not had the confidence to to come back so we, we're really putting our heart and soul into building a program of events over the year that will just remind people of what what we're about um one very exciting uh, event coming up actually is the kent history and library center 10-year anniversary oh wow yeah I, I can come back and tell you even more about that when we when we're a little bit further along but it's going to be the 23rd of april which is a saturday and we are really planning to engage with the local community the local schools and just remind everybody about how brilliant our services and get everyone to come along on the day and well there'll be balloons probably and um maybe some stories or some archive events we were thinking about doing some sort of time capsule as well so we'll be we'll be releasing more on that as we we get further along in the planning so that's really exciting um on top of that we want to build on the events and activities that we have in our library We've got, as, as I mentioned, we have lots of book groups, but we, we're really supportive of book groups. So, you know, the more the merrier. If you're interested in starting up a book group, please visit your local library. Um, it is a free service that we offer where we can gather books together for you once a month. And it, it you can do meet in the library or elsewhere. Um, so that's a really good one for us. And then we also have uh, story times and rhyme times and talk times. And where you don't see those events, we are looking to put them in where the customer call is. So if your local library doesn't have a rhyme time, that's something that we will be looking at um, sort of Easter onwards. So, yeah, do pop into your local library and say, oh, I've noticed that you haven't got a, a story time or a rhyme time or a talk time or a craft activity uh, or something else that you've got your own ideas. We, we want to hear from you. And that's something that we would love to build and we want to get everyone in our libraries get our libraries busy again and buzzing um and make sure that we are what the community needs definitely and also if people did want to um get in touch i guess on social media as well that's how i got in touch with you in the first place yeah. i have to say that that's super responsive and people are so friendly so um if they can't necessarily get out that particular day that's uh that's a good way to get in touch as well well Fiona it's always such a pleasure and it's so exciting and inspiring to speak to you because there's so much great stuff going on in the library service so um thanks so much for for taking the time today and look forward to chatting with you again soon no not at all I look forward to coming back so say we've got another big program which is currently a little bit embargoed so I definitely want to talk to you more about that that's a little bit of a summer program coming up so I will be back to talk to you more about that such a teaser okay I know. Yeah. <laughs>